0: crowdsource happiness? Let's give it a try. This is the podcast, Build Your Happy Place. I'm Tom Pereira, and I was dipped in Prozac as a child. In this podcast, we talk to physicians who are either acutely or chronically afflicted with happiness, and we ask them their advice on how to actively improve our lives. I'm lucky enough today to have Jana Reut with me, an emergency physician who has been practicing for 41 years. That's older than most of the audience. In fact, it may be older than some of the audience's parents. And if there's one thing that you know about Jonna Roy when you meet her, when you work with her, is she is happy. So how is it, Jonna, that you remain so positive after so much time?
1: Well, I think the most important thing is you have to love what you're doing. And I love emergency medicine. I like emergency room paste. I like to come and look at the door and see who's coming next. Everybody are different, you have to know a lot of stuff and this is exciting, number one. Number two, I always like to teach. I like to work with the young boys and girls, teach, see how we're growing up from the internship when we come in very dizzy and until the third year when we already know what we're doing
0: emergency medicine now versus emergency medicine when you started. Different. Um, so so different. one more difficult than another or just different?
1: Different, different. I think uh, before 40 years ago, it was a lot of private practice who really took care of the patient. They knew the patients, they used to come to emergency room three o'clock in the morning to take the patients. Now they are extremely busy. And if the patient has any pain or ache, they always send them to ER. So we are very overwhelmed.
0: So a lot of what's making it harder now is just the sheer number of people right. in right. the emergency room at a given right. time.
1: Number, number two, the people are waiting for a longer time to be at home and not to seek medical attention. So when they come in, they are really, really sick. And number three, they are, they started to be more older. I've never seen before cases like 90-year-old, 93-year-old. Like today, I'm seeing the lady one or two-year-old. So the population is getting much more older. So when they come in, which one was sicker.
0: Do you get the same satisfaction from the patient interactions that you did right from the beginning?
1: Well, uh, now the people comes in, they read Dr. Google. So they come in and telling me, Dr. Google says, I need this, this, and that. So it takes me at least five, 10 minutes to explain that the life person, doctor like me, with experience is a little bit better than Dr. Google. Another thing is uh, a computer. Uh, now my grandchildren knows computer better than me. For me, it's very difficult as computer. For me, it was much easier to write down the chart.
0: Yeah, my handwriting was so bad <laughs> when I was writing that, that I don't think anybody could read my notes. But I, I agree, the computers uh, are not wonderful. So uh, when a shift starts to go bad, uh, we've all had those shifts where the tension ratchets up, you start to feel overwhelmed and all that. How, How do you get through those?
1: Okay, it's tough, I have to say. Every shift is tough and if it's a very difficult shift, you just try to do through that, to go through that. I always think it's always feel
0: finished. So every shift ends. Right,
1: every shift is end. I work nine hours and I'm pretty sure that every shift, bad shift, good shift is always finished. So I just try to be patient, see the most serious patient who I can take care of
0: So the the philosophy of every shift ends is is very important because one of the things, even with the long waits in emergency rooms that we have these days, it is still pretty rare that the the problem patient that you had the day before is gonna be waiting for you when you come back in 12 or 24 hours.
1: Usually I follow the cases. The cases which were interesting to me and when I start work up in the emergency room, I keep the medical record and when I come in next time, I look it up, and I'm always very gratified when I see that my diagnosis, which I started to do the workup, is follow through, and my antibiotics and plan of the treatment they still follow through. So it makes me very feel very good that I did something right.
0: I think that's a really important thing to point out for our audience: the idea that by following up your cases you you get that positive reinforcement, that you did the right thing for the patient, that they're, the heck, sometimes just that they're still alive is enough to put a big that's smile right. on your that's face. And that right. is such a positive reinforcement for what we do. And taking the time to do that, I think is incredibly important. And I hope everybody uh, takes the time to to follow up those interesting cases. It's not just a learning thing,
1: right. But it's Just really a positive thing for you. It's a big gratification for you as a physician. When you start something right, and you see the specialists like infection disease, or rheumatology, they follow my plan, which makes me feel very good.
0: I agree. It is too easy to only think of those cases where uh, someone comes back to you uh, and says, oh, do you remember that case? And, oh, yeah. and everything good. went it's wrong, right? Good. That's not a good conversation. This is the opposite. This yeah. is This is the positive side of, hey, look at all the great things that we are doing. When you've had a bad shift, how do you shake that off? How do you, how do you move on? Yeah.
1: Well, so I try to uh, actually divide my work from my private life. So I learn for all these years to come home and forget. And this is good. I come home, I have a husband who's a dentist, and he's very supportive. He's also a musician, so he plays and I uh, listen to his music. I always go out with uh, Metropolitan Opera, Carnegie Hall, we have subscription, Broadway, shopping, I like shopping. So it's always uh, relieve me from any anxiety. So when I come back to the next shift, I feel relief. That's great. And I'm ready for another day. I
0: like the separation of life and work. Being able to leave it behind is such a big, important part for us. So to, to summarize uh, your uh, big three, number one, every shift ends, which I think uh, we've all had those thoughts, but it definitely helps you get through the shift. Number two, following up your patience gives you a real ego boost when you've done the right thing uh, and you can feel good about yourself and have a life to go home to that you want to go home to uh, and Absolutely have that right. separation.
1: Absolutely right. Great. You got it.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Roy. And now, the terrible doctor joke of the day. <laughs> a woman went to the doctor complaining of pain all over her body. It hurts all over, she said. What do you mean all over, the doctor asked. Can you be a little more specific? The woman proceeded to touch her right knee with her index finger and yelled, ow, that hurts. Then her nose and yelled again, ouch, that also hurts. And then she touched her left earlobe and yelled again, even that hurts doc. After examining her, the doctor came to a conclusion. The woman had broken her finger. (laughs) Thank you for listening. You've dedicated your life to helping others. You deserve to take a bow and feel good. I hope something we said resonated with you and helps you build your happy place. (laughs) Be well.